You are listening to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast with Kristen Brown, where we upgrade our relationships and life by applying practical ideas, universal truths, and life-changing inspiration. Let's go have some fun. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Dear KB. My name is Kristen Brown. I am an author, a mentor, and a life coach, and I'm also the host of the Sweet Empowerment Podcast, Reclaiming Your Personal Power, which you can find on all major podcasting platforms. Also, I'm a top mentor over at the Wisdom Social Audio app. So if you haven't checked that out, that'd be a great place to go because all my other platforms, I give completely different content. In fact, if you want a little bit of my lighter side and my silly side, I make a lot of goofy reels that are on topic to what I talk about here. And you can find those over on Instagram at self underscore love underscore junkie. All right. So let's dive into this topic today. This is a tough one because I've been here myself and I absolutely know the pain that is involved in this. I also know that Hanging on to someone who doesn't want us can cause a lot of anxiety. It can cause depression and it can cause us to just reel all day long in our heads and just overthinking and asking the question, why, why, why? And I am here to tell you that I experienced this myself some 10, 10 years ago when I was really, really hung up on somebody and, and I didn't think I could ever break free from this, but I did. And not only did I break free from this, I thrived afterwards and went on to attract and create a very loving and healthy relationship, which leads me to my first point, which is a person's re rejection is our protection and it is also our redirection. So let me explain what that means. Many times when we first meet somebody, we glom onto them and we really think this is our person and it's going to be them. And I'm so happy that I found them that we don't tend to see all that they are made up of. Okay. We, we're seeing them through rose colored lenses. We're only seeing the good parts of them, but many times we are ignoring the, what I call pink flags. I don't call them red flags because those to me, red flags and Kristen Brown's definitions is a slam dunk out of here. Like that is like a no go period, but pink flags are those things that come up that make us go, Hmm, like mm, that, that seemed a little off or a little strange or a little outside my value system or whatever it might be for you. There's this little thing that happens inside of you. That's like, what was that? But when we are in that lust phase and in that phase of, oh my God, I just want to be with this person so much. And they're so cute and they're so fun and all this, we tend to ignore those things. And one of the, one of the best tips to do is that to break free from this is to go back into your relationship and look in there and say, what was I wasn't, what did I not see? What was I ignoring? What was I not paying attention to? Now I have a great story with this. I'm going to try to tell it to you briefly is that the, the guy that I was hung up on, I mean, I was hung up on him for probably a good year and a half, which is what prompted this entire healing journey that I went through, because not only had I suffered through a betrayal of my husband at that time, he was the next guy that I attracted afterwards. And then he broke my heart too. And I, that was the place that I fell to my knees. And I was like, I need to figure out how to stop attracting these type of relationships, these non-reciprocal and painful relationships. And I set course to do that. And I call that phase of my life, the college of Kristen, 
because it was the time that I vowed to remain single and celibate to go really truly within myself and to do whatever it took to break through this pattern. And I was able to break through this pattern. Not only that, I was able to let him go, but I didn't really know it, that I had completely let him go until this experience. At some point along the journey, I couldn't tell you the time exactly, we met for coffee. <clears throat> it was after we had been broken up for a long time. Somehow we texted again with each other and we ended up with coffee. I think it was kind of a closure situation. And when I first saw him, I thought, oh, he's still cute. He's still fun. You know, oh, there's his voice again. You know, all the things that had attracted to me, me to him. But when we sat, sat down to have a conversation, I slowly started to be turned off by him. I was like, oh my God. Why was I hung on to him so badly? I mean, I could see all of these things that were coming to light. And if I was really honest with myself, those things were there, but I had ignored them. And the truth be known, I couldn't get out of there fast enough. Now, when I tell you when I dated this guy that he was all about how great I was and you're amazing and you're the most, oh my gosh. I mean, he would shake his head at the ground like, can't believe I have you and you're just so wonderful. Like the things that he would say to me and then, yeah, but I, I don't want to be with you. It floored me. Well, guess what he was doing at that coffee? He was doing the same things. He was like, oh, you're just, you, you were the greatest. You were the most amazing person ever. And I'm just sitting here going, what kind of con artistry is this? All right. And during that time, what I realized was that I had fallen for a facade. I hadn't fallen for the true human being because I was in a position in my life where I was very low and I was broken. And now I know desperate. I didn't call it desperate. It wasn't like the grabbing desperateness to him, but it was this feeling, this energy inside of me that just wanted it to be him because I wanted to be safe and secure. So I wasn't really looking at the true essence of who he was. I was making up stories in my own head and trying to make him fit into a box that felt comfortable to me. So it's really important that you understand when someone is rejecting you, you are being protected by God, the universe source, whatever you call your higher power. You are somehow being protected because this is not your person. Okay. The universe, God knows what you want and knows what you deserve. And knows what you have been resonating out there. And it's like, no, this is not for you. You must understand that a no from the universe is a gift. If you've been given the gift of a no from the universe, that is the time to be so grateful. Don't fight it. Don't argue with reality, which is what a lot of us do. We want to argue with what we're seeing here. My, the beloved author and speaker and, and coach, I guess you could call her Byron Katie says, when we argue with reality, we lose, but only 100% of the time. Isn't that brilliant? What that means is, is anytime we're fighting what is coming to us, we just don't want to believe that's true. We are going to suffer and we are choosing that suffering because we're unwilling to accept what we're seeing. But when you can understand that you are being redirected to something better, and when you can look at this from really open heart and open mind, and you can say, mm, there were some things there that were a little mm, suspect to me that I wasn't really jiving with. And I don't want to argue with this truth anymore. I want to believe universe. I want to believe life. And I want to trust and have faith that this person is being removed from me because there is something better waiting for me. I will tell you this with 
a thousand percent certainty that your ideal partner is out there and they're looking for and waiting for you too. But when we spend all of this time hung up on this person that's saying no to us, we are wasting our time. The key is to heal from this and to move forward, which leads me to another tip, which is to ask yourself, what am I learning from this? What am I learning? In my situation with my guy, it was my learning curve was I was accepting the unacceptable again. I was willing to be last again or not a huge priority in his life. And I was trying to fill a void that was inside of me. I had to get really, really super honest with myself. And once I did that, let me tell you something. When you own the truth of a situation and you're willing to look at yourself through a very, very clear, open-hearted and vulnerable lens, this doesn't mean you have to share that with anybody else if you feel like somebody cannot hold that space for you. You only need to be honest with yourself. Let me tell you what happens. The universe will meet you at that honesty. And when you say, I am willing to heal this, I want to grow past this. I want to shift this. I no longer, sorry, you guys, I got like cat hairs on me. When I no longer want to experience this pain anymore, please help me show me the way. You know what happens? Things like this video is going to fall into your lap. These are your signs. These are your gifts. Because sometimes we are not always attuned to hearing God or guides or guardians on our own. Sometimes we need that middleman and that comes through someone on earth. A lot of my healing came from books I was reading, things that I was listening to, a lot of spiritual literature, not religious, spiritual literature. And I adopted those truths into my heart and slowly I started to heal to the point when I had coffee with that guy that I was, I mean, I was hung up. I was so hung up on him. I can't even tell you where my friends even said to me, this is not like you. I'm like, I know. When I had coffee with him and I saw that, I saw him through that healed heart of mine. I saw him through the lens of my worthiness and self-love. I couldn't get out of there fast enough. In fact, I looked at my clock and I'm like, look at the time I got to go. And he sat up straight and he said, well, wait a minute. I, you know, I don't, I don't have to go yet. I, I don't have my lunch until 12 o'clock. And I said, I, yeah, I got things to do. And he walked me out to my car. He gave me a hug and he said, let's do this again. And I just smiled and said, take care. And I got in my car and I drove away flabbergasted. I was like, that was not the experience that I had expected, but I did my inner work because I asked myself why this pattern was continuing. And the last point I want to make is this. If someone is saying they love you, but they don't want to be with you, then I'm not sure that they're talking about real love. Capital R, capital L, which is the highest essence of love. They might be attracted to you. It might be lust. They may enjoy you. But real love, true love wants to be with you. And they want to do whatever it takes to make the relationship worth. And let me tell you something. You are far more worthy than scraps and pieces and parts of somebody, what they're giving to you. You are worth the full Monty. You are worth being treated with respect, kindness, compassion, and being made a priority in their life. 
And what I would really like to see moving forward is if those things aren't happening, that you're not sitting there waiting for them to come accept you, that you're willing to say, I'm going to pass because I know there is someone better for me. Thank you for listening. And thank you so much for this question. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe and don't forget to turn on notifications so that you could be notified when I upload new videos. And also be willing to share this with someone you love or someone that you think could value from it and hit that little thumbs up like button. And again, if you have any questions that you would like me to answer specifically, please post them in comments below, clear and succinct. So I know exactly what it is you're asking. And until, until next time, everybody, remember, you matter. Much love.